Hello, Fempreneurs. This is Lindsay Berry. I'm coming to you after an incredible week. The first ever Fempreneurs Conference was a huge success last week. We had four days, 31 live and interactive workshops, plus twice a day we got together for our famous Fab Five speed dating events. It was an incredible week. We kicked it off uh, with a really amazing marketing campaign that was a complete team effort. Um, of the 31 speakers, I would say there was about, there was a little over 20 of them that committed to being part of basically the, the planning committee. And we came together and set up tons of Facebook Live and in, in Instagram Live interviews to get the word out there. So uh, I believe everyone from what I can tell grew their, their Instagram followers tons um, just from that alone. That was before the conference even happened. Um, yeah, I've learned so much about building and growing community in the last month through this conference experience. And that's why I'm so excited to be kicking off the actual writing of my third book. <laughs> I've been talking about my third book since my birthday in August. And I announced on my birthday that <clears throat> by my next birthday, my third book would be done. Um, and now that this conference experience is under my belt, so to speak, I do feel ready to start doing that. So what I'm going to do here today in this episode of the podcast is share with you the key takeaways that I heard the women talking about over and over again, and also just a few of my key takeaways when it comes to building and growing a community. Um, <clears throat> I'm laying on the floor kind of in the pigeon pose right now. I just finished a workout <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, so pardon my kind of, uh, my, my voice issues here. I've got a bit of a frog in my throat from huffing and puffing working out, but I'm going to power through. So um, some of the key uh, sort of, uh, I don't know how to put it, but basically key themes, I guess is the right word that were presented in the workshops and then kept coming up over and over again, were things like the importance of writing things down um, I believe it was Miriam. Yeah, it was Miriam that mentioned, <laughs> write it down. That was like the hashtag, write that down. Um, it's so important to write things down. Stop what you're doing and write it down. Just, you know, when you hear something that's important or that you need to do, write it down. So important. I know that's super basic in a lot of ways, but I think we all get lazy at times and we stop writing things down thinking, I'll remember that, I'll remember that, or I don't need to write that down. No, you need to write it down. Um, some of the things that um, came up were also the importance of not letting fear get in the way because ultimately fear and excitement feel the same in the body. And so really when you feel afraid, you can choose to reframe that as excitement and move forward and let that excitement be fuel rather than labeling it as fear that can hold you back. Um, we had a lot of workshops about self-care as well. Um, as well as marketing and leadership. So a lot of the self-care stuff was around watching out for that self-sabotaging behavior that we can sometimes, again, reframe as self-care, knowing the difference between self-sabotage and self-care. Um, another thing was knowing what, what you want, knowing your definition of success. Why are you building this business? Why is it important to you to serve people the way that you do? and getting really, really clear on that so that every time you get invited to speak <laughs> at a virtual conference, because I believe there's going to be a ton of them in the next six months and maybe further, knowing which ones you should say yes to 
Um, and just knowing in general which types of clients to say yes to, which types of things to post on social media. As long as you know your definition of success and you know that person that you want to serve to achieve that definition of success, it makes everything so, so, so much easier. Um, we heard from speakers that talked a lot about um, how women tend to play small or undervalue themselves. And so it's kind of, it's, it's, uh, it comes down to knowing the difference between um, that little bitch on your shoulder who's telling you things that aren't true and then listening to your heart because those are, you know, ones on either side of the shoulder and sometimes they get real tricky and they swap shoulders and that can be really confusing. But knowing when there is, there is a voice in your head that you need to listen to and then knowing when you need to not listen to it. And ultimately it comes down to trusting yourself. So trust yourself in that you need to work hard and surround yourself with amazing like-minded fempreneurs and you need to turn off the Netflix and get to work because there's other voices in your head that say it's too hard, you're not good enough, just go watch Netflix. That's not self-care and that's not the voice you want to listen to. So really being careful to identify what's going on in your mind and making a conscious effort to listen to the voice that will serve you and will move you forward, not the voice that is trying to keep you safe and hold you back. Now I could go on and on about this forever. Um, I actually read a book uh, years ago called, uh, I think it was called The Happiness Equation. And it was really interesting. It talked about how humans hundreds of years ago <laughs> needed that needed that um, voice in their head to, to help them avoid the excitement and the fear, like to basically keep them from anything unpredictable because it was life or death if they got into unpredictable situations. So nowadays, getting into the unpredictable and, and, and getting out of the normal, like that's necessary in order to succeed, especially as an entrepreneur. But we are wired for safety from lions and tigers and bears and spears from other communities. <laughs> and we need to know when that voice inside our head is there to serve us and when it's there to protect us. And sometimes when it's there to protect us, we need to say, no, I don't want to be safe and protected. I want to get out of my comfort zone and I want to get into the scary land because that's where the good things are. Now, some of my key takeaways around building an online conference, for those of you who are thinking about doing it, you absolutely should. It's a phenomenal way to collaborate with a bunch of other people in your, in your field, in your niche. Um, it's an amazing way. And we had the privilege of being featured on uh, Calgary's news station. So CTV featured us both on the breakfast show and again during the noon news. And that helped us reach more women. We had a boost in attendees to our conference because of that incredible media opportunity. Um, if you are hosting a conference, I encourage you to create what's called a media release. And if you don't know someone in, in PR and communications, um, try to do it yourself. Google how to write a great media release. Put up uh, a page on your website, you know, yourwebsite.com slash media and send some emails to some of the local media people in your area, whether it be radio, TV. Um, I sent out a few things to radio, didn't get any response back um, where I have in the past. So it, it's just one of those things where the squeaky wheel gets the grease. <laughs> you've got to get out there and you've got to 
try to spread the word because ultimately you're holding these events to get people to come out and learn and to help people's lives be improved. So you've got to get the message out there. So a couple more things that I learned um, about media and about just getting the word out there is that you've got to get your, your speakers and your presenters involved in the marketing and really make them be the leaders because they're coming they're coming to into this into this conference as leaders they're positioning themselves as leaders on the day of in their workshops why not have them be positioned as leaders as creators of the event as co-founders of this event right as co-producers of the event so get them out there and how we did that was through email blasts through instagram lives facebook lives and that was a super effective way to do it. Um, I'm looking forward to learning more from others, you know, other fempreneurs who are hosting conferences on other ways to promote it and to spread the word more. Um, and obviously always atta attaching scourgency to every offer, scarcity and urgency, making sure that the ticket price goes up after a certain date, um, different things like that is super important. And all of this stuff will be in my third book about building community because ultimately, um, building a community does have some really key uh, steps involved and we need to be consistently doing those steps and I'm learning more and more all the time looking back on the community that I've built what's worked what's been really necessary and what really would have slowed the process had I not been doing that so I'm looking forward to taking some time I'm going to be going on a solo writing retreat here sometime in the spring for a week and uh, getting this book out of my head and onto paper. I'm really excited about that. Um, so yeah, so overall the conference was incredible. A few things we're gonna do differently next time. <laughs> um, we're not gonna have days that are jam packed from 6 a.m. to 8.30 p.m. We are gonna have official an official break in the middle of the day for a couple hours. So that's gonna be life-changing because there were some women that wanted to attend all the conferences and Gosh darn it, they made every attempt to attend every single conference. But it was hard because they were literally back to back every 90 minutes a new workshop started. So next time we will have a big break in the middle of the day so people can eat, nap, prepare food, run to get groceries, etc. Um, yeah, I mean, other than that, we, we honestly don't feel like we do a lot differently. It was so fantastic. Um, a lot of the women who who registered to attend the conference did so and maybe you're you're one of those people listening right now um join fempreneurland which this conference was also the official launch of fempreneurland because what we wanted was at the end of the conference we didn't want the conference just the vibe and the connections and the workshops to end we didn't want that learning and that community support to end so we created an online community on patreon for those of you who aren't familiar, it's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com, a great platform, in my opinion, for pretty much anyone who's sharing their knowledge or their art for a living or wants to do it more efficiently and consistently. So we launched that and we had a big Fempreneurland launch party right in Fempreneurland. So there's two different ways to share um, information in on a Patreon page. One, you can do it publicly and the other side of that is, of course, doing it on the member side and the paid members only platform. And we did it on the public side so that we could have people who hadn't yet committed to Fempreneurland sort of get an idea of what it was going to be about and ask questions and see all the other women who were part of it. And anyways, it was fantastic. And <laughs> we um, we ended up being live for almost two hours, which is crazy because 
at the end of a four-day conference of being live on Zoom for like, you know, however many 16 hours a day or whatever craziness it was, we still had women that were hanging out with us for almost two hours. We would have eventually actually got kicked off because the platform that I paid for only allows a maximum of two hours of live time at one time. And it was like giving me these little warnings saying we were going to get booted. But anyways, it was a fantastic experience. And so I do invite you if you haven't, um, if you haven't checked out Fempreneurland, if you didn't make it to the conference because you're just finding out about it, we have all 31 workshop recordings in there. So when you get into Fempreneurland, that's the first thing you can do is you can go and check out as many or all of those workshop recordings. And of course, many of those workshop recordings still have free gifts attached to them. Some of them will expire soon, but some of them will be there um, for a while. So yeah, go to fempreneurland.com to learn more about that. Uh, we also have now this week, the week after the conference, something very exciting happening, which is Fempreneur Marketing School, which is, of course, the foundation of how this whole community started. So we have class number 14, I think it is starting this week and class number 15 starting next week and i'm doing something different so for the first time ever and this of course came from feedback from last week um, just having i had lots of great little chats with women that i had never met before either who'd been following fempreneurs for a while or who were brand new because they heard about us on the news and they were like oh i'd love to take that marketing school but 6 a.m absolutely won't work for me i would have to do it in the evening and I've heard that before, but I was like, no, 6 a.m. is the only time because nobody's doing anything at 6 a.m. Well, it turns out some people are doing things at 6 a.m. and they really do need an evening class. So I did start the first ever Fempreneur Marketing School, not at 6 a.m. It is going to be held Thursdays at 7 p.m. And that starts on January 21st. So if you're listening to this and that is something you want to do, go to uh, yycfempreneurs.com fempreneurland.com, fempreneurmarketing.com. By the way, all three of those domains goes to the same website. So if you hear me talking about different websites interchangeably, they all go to the same website. Uh, just a side note. So now what I want to do is introduce you to the girls that are starting their marketing school experience tomorrow, January 13th. So Megan, our amazing Fempreneur podcast producer, she is going to add all of those audio clips. Well, she has already by the time you're listening to this. And yeah, so take it away, Megan. And uh, after the last one, I'll just pop back on and give you a couple more little bits of information. And then we will see you again real soon, hopefully in Fempreneurland. Hi everyone, my name is Miriam. I'm the owner of Missy Glow and MacArthur Consulting. Uh, I own a beauty business as well as an interior design business and renovation project business. I do love what I do. I get to work with people and that's why I started Missy Glow. I really connect. Um, my passion for it is because I get to help people feel beautiful, but I also get to connect with women every single day. And my recommendation in business is to just know your end and understand how to pivot when need be and to learn how to shift as our world shifts. So that's what I recommend and why I'm taking the marketing courses because marketing really isn't something that I do. A lot of times people help me with it because I'm just so busy servicing my clients. But I think it's really important for me to know how to do my own marketing and understand the back end of what marketing is all about and so that's why I've taken this course so I'm super excited to have a team not just do this one-on-one -on -one. I wanted a team and to have women that can support me through it and 
to learn. So that's me. Hi, good morning, lovely ladies. I am Lori Ross. Um, I do many things. I run a medical office. I've been here for about 18 years. Um, but the reason why I'm here at marketing school is my business, which is Away Vacations. The reason why I love what I do is I really love to see the world through other people's eyes. I love to be able to design a vacation exclusively for those people. And I get to travel all over the world. Some places that I may never get to myself, I get to see the world through other people's eyes. Um, something I think every business owner should know that if you start up a business that you're really passionate about it, whatever you do, do not give up. I could have given up a lot last year since there was no travel going on at all in our industry, um, but I didn't. And why I'm in marketing school is not only to learn the marketing, but for the long lasting relationships that we can build within our community. Hello, my fellow gets up at 6 a.m. Um, I actually have to tell you that I live in Ontario, so it's going to be eight o'clock for me. So <laughs> it's a bit better. Looking forward to working with you over the next six weeks. My name is Jane Lennon. Um, I worked 35 years in sales, sales management in the corporate world, totally disillusioned with the greed uh, with executives and shareholders at the expense of customers, employees, got out, retrained as a life coach, barely got started when COVID hit. Biggest problem I have is I don't know what my niche is. And um, in answer to one of Lindsay's questions, which is what would you tell other fempreneurs? Um, I would say you need to really know what your niche is because without your niche, you don't know who you're serving, you don't know what your content, how to shape it, you don't know what your message is. And that's why I'm joining this group. Um, I have a germ of an idea, but I don't know. I need your help. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks. Hello, fempreneurs. Gina Sauer here. Uh, I started out not really intending to start a business. Uh, I started with, um, the marketing, not the marketing school, the writing retreat. I was invited to, um, sign up for the writing retreat by Carrie Rose. Uh, she felt I had a story in me, so I signed up and I, it turns out I definitely do have a story in me. Through, uh, doing some exploration to write my book and telling my story, I realized I do have a business, um, and I can, uh, grow a business out of this, uh, to become a trauma-informed coach and to get out there and maybe do some speaking engagements. Uh, it's been kind of an idea to do retreats, um, and yeah, see what happens from there. What do I love about what I do? Um, I love the opportunity to help people. And if my share, my story, if sharing my story is helping people, then I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do that. And like I said in my presentation, if I help just one uh, person, then great. It's a win for me. Something every fempreneur should know about starting a business. Well, in my case, um, I don't know too much about that, but I do know that uh, if you just have faith in yourself and push through the barriers, the fears, um, and that imposter syndrome, you can do some beautiful things. And I experienced that by um, doing my presentation. Number one reason why um, I joined marketing school is the sense of community 
and knowing that I'm not uh, going to be alone in all of this. And my number one reason is so that I can do more of this, more videos and push past my fear of putting myself out there on video and on social media. And of course, building relationships with all of you beautiful ladies. Hello, and thank you for the opportunity to share a bit about myself and why I'm here. My name is Carly. I am an owner and athletic therapist at Revival Therapeutics and Performance here in Airdrie. I assess, treat, and enable individuals in chronic pain that are frustrated and want to take control of their health. I started my business to provide awareness and an opportunity for those to get out of pain and to live a healthier lifestyle without the reliance of medication or therapy. I love what I do because I get to see people realize their health potential and to show them that they don't have to settle for a life of helplessness. One thing that every business owner should know is that there is a power in simplicity and something as simple as making a list for what you want to accomplish that day or for that week can really help with overwhelm. What I would like to get out of the uh, marketing course is to connect with other like-minded female entrepreneurs as well as to help solidify my message in my marketing. I'm looking forward to working with all of you. Okay, about six years ago was when I left my ex-husband and I had my two little kids and needed to find something to do um, to make some extra money. So I started my lash business and I've been lashing for six years now. I've literally been winging it um, and focused more on my business. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking at, I thought marketing um, with fempreneurs would be great for me because I, I've i never had the time to really work on it and build so much more. I, I've just been literally winging it. What I love about my business is that I'm able to help women uh, feel beautiful. Uh, what I've realized throughout my path is taking care of yourself is huge self-care and um, doing the lashes and that sort of thing is something that uh, makes women feel beautiful and that is so important so that's why I love what I do and uh, the fempreneurs I just um, I'd love to be able to manage my marketing better because uh, I don't really know much about it I do have a graphic designer that's been doing it, but I'd like to be able to take over myself and be able to, to manage that myself. And just learn ways of expanding my business and how to utilize my time and branching out maybe in other things. I'm just not really sure what I would like every entrepreneur to know. And that is um, not letting the fear take over. Uh, there's been so many times in my business where
Oh man, I'm so excited for these ladies to get out there on social media a little bit more, to start collaborating with one another. Um, yeah, it's going to be incredible. Um, I will introduce you to the next group of fempreneurs in probably a couple weeks. And thank you so much for being here and listening to the Fempreneur Marketing Podcast, for telling every woman you know about it, um, for checking out fempreneurland.com. Um, if you have any questions at all, you can always reach me on the website by hitting that contact button. And I would be more than happy to answer any questions you may have. Thank you for being a woman who supports other women. And I hope you have a fantastic day. Bye for now.